Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number seven of the Lindsay Gowan Show. I'm here with my Aunt Marion, Marion Rose, who has built a travel business and had to adapt it through COVID. So I'm so excited to listen to how you've adapted. Every time I'm with you, I like I just feel instantly better. Like you have such a positive energy always every time I see you. And I think it has to say a lot about your manifesting, what you understand about the universe. And I'm so excited for you to kind of come on, share with my listeners, viewers, all that you know and all that you've built in your business. I know that um, I talk a lot about how lucky I am to have women role models, my aunts, um, my sisters, my um, cousins who are just have that entrepreneurial mindset. And uh, I'm so excited to have you on. So (laughs) tell my listeners, who are you? And uh, yeah, talk a little bit about the business that you've built over the years and uh, what you're up to now. Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks so much for having me. It's just, it's such an honor to be invited to be with you today Mm -hmm. on this podcast and for you to suggest that I light you up. I mean, that is what you do. Your energy is infectious and it's just, it's, it it really is a privilege to be here. So thank you. Um, I am a uh, travel entrepreneur. I own a travel agency in uh, St. Thomas. I am, uh, um, blessed to have a supportive husband and two amazing children that absolutely understand the laws of the universe as well and um, good friends um, four incredible talented entrepreneurial sisters Mm -hmm. um, amazing associates that I work with and fabulous clients so that's who I am and um, as far as how things started with uh, Elgin Travel um, it was really just a um, uh, an opportunity for me. I um, had been working in the travel industry for about five years in other um, offices, and um, this agency was opening in St. Thomas, my basically hometown, or the biggest city to my hometown. Um, so I applied, and uh, it was a silent owner who was starting up. She had um, wanted to start this business because her husband was a business traveler, worked at one of the factories um, in St. Thomas for Clark Equipment, and she had um, wanted to service their business knowing it was very profitable. So uh, um, it was scary leaving the committed job that I had in London, and um, was able to uh, to start out that way um, under her um, ownership. Uh, I was able to own and manage the the agency. So here I am, 33 years later. That's amazing. And I know travel, like oh, I am obsessed with travel. What's one of the coolest places that you've been to? I know it's always like, everyone asks me what my favorite place is and I'm like, well, I, it's hard to say, but is there one that like stands out in your mind? Like what would you recommend? Um, that's a really good question and I get it all the time (laughs) and I can't say that there is one place that I have ever regretted going to I love to go to somewhere new and uh, interesting and authentic and um, I would have to say that my last experience which seems like two years ago now um, was sailing in Indonesia in the untouched island so we started out in uh, Bali and uh, continued on into Lombok and uh, some of the untouched islands that are you know 
volcanic islands that we did uh, crater hikes and uh, uh, so cool. pink beaches and just um, really wonderful to see the local people there and um, actually made um, enough acquaintances that we uh, that we keep in touch so I I would say uh, Indonesia is definitely high on my list that's awesome awesome so yeah I know that um, travel we haven't been able to travel much during COVID like at all um, how have you had to adapt during this time and um, what have you ended up creating in that way as well yeah um, and you're right Lindsay I mean uh, definitely travel has been one of the hardest hit industries um, over the last 15 months um, no question about that but um, I, I think as far as the lessons that I've learned and how we've adapted, it's just um, reflecting on the experiences that I've had over the years. And, you know, some of the things that I thought were hardships at the time now really seem like peanuts compared to what the last uh, 15 months has been. But um, I just, I know the laws of the universe. I know that she wants us to succeed and that we are continuing to expand all the time. And I know that travel is going to come back strong. So um, just by building up the mental muscle, you know, over the years, um, I haven't really been in a position of feeling deflated or, you know, giving up. I know that, um, and especially now people getting their vaccines, that travel is coming back. It's coming back strong. And to be honest, I have had so much support over the years, friends and family, foremost and neighbors and clients that have become friends and family um, so I I know that um, that travel is is going to be a viable business moving forward for sure I, I can't wait to get back and travel so I know everyone else is but you talked about uh, your mental muscle and um, how you've had to build that over the years do you want to talk a little bit about that and maybe get into a little bit of um, what type of mindset you have to have to adapt when you're an entrepreneur yeah and you know I think the beautiful thing is um, I really lived you know the first 40 years of my life not knowing um, about the laws of the universe and not knowing that I could create my own reality and that it was entirely up to me if I wasn't happy or enjoying what I was doing that it was completely on me so it it probably started when I was about 40 years old I mean I was living my life on default I you know raised these two beautiful children with my husband um, but I was running a business and I had um, owned the agency from the time that before they were born. So um, I just thought it had to be hard. I thought I had to be the first one into the office, the last one to leave, the you know one with the most clients. And um, I, I was living on default for a good number of years, uh, unfortunately. Um, but it, it, um, you know, the universe sent me signs through um, different losses in my life and obstacles that um, kept happening to force me into a personal development journey that turned into coaching eventually and coaching specifically um, within my industry that taught me, um, you know, a, a different way of doing business. So when we started out, as I said, you know, we were selling to business travelers and it was a it was a good lucrative business um the internet you know evolved into you know the 
mid-1990s, and um, travel agencies really um, took a big hit again at that point in time because people, secretaries could do my job. They could, you know, um, book tickets and set up the hotel rooms and the car rentals for their associates. Um, people could book discounted travel, sell-offs on the internet. So um, the, the world of travel evolved at that point in time. And that is when we had to learn to evolve as well. And um, so what we did, um, we learned how to specialize um, to no longer be everything to everyone, which I think is a big lesson in any business. I love that. That is so important. Yeah, that you you do not have to look after everything. So we understood um, that if we were going to have value, that we needed to up level um, the environment that we were in, um, to give up the blame game that we were living, and um, to really excel in what we were doing and over deliver. So we now can create experiences for people that they would have no idea existed. You know, they'd be hard pressed to find them on the internet and. Um, to be able to enjoy, you know, something unique that their neighbor hasn't done, or a place that, um, you know, is is a little bit more untouched and and sustainable. So that's another important piece of of what we like to do. So um, we now are um, soaring, as I like to say. Um, we have specialized. We over deliver. Um, we're not everything to everybody. We have um, administrative staff that help us to do the things that we're not good at and we don't enjoy and they absolutely can make us look like superhumans and um, and they love doing that piece of it. And um, it, the R in SOAR is raving fans and it our raving fans are not only our clients. We're raving fans for our suppliers, um, for our fellow travel professionals. Um, and it, it's just a beautiful journey when, you know, we can live in gratitude of our customers, they for the service that we provide and um, us in turn to the people who help us supply it. I love that. And that's so beautiful. It's the leverage that you, when someone could take that and go the other way and just go back into their shell and say, no, I'm done with travel, travel's done. Um, you've taken it and you've taken it to another level. And I think that that's the same with real estate. Like everyone's very concerned that, um, all of our information as realtors is going to become public and that everyone can understand what sold data is. And a lot of realtors are like, what's my value now? And like you've created even more value. You already had so much value that you're giving to your customers, your clients, like those, that, those raving uh, clients. And um, you're just able to level that up with when some people have more of that scarcity, like how am I a value? You already were the value and then you were just even more value. So that way, that's very beautiful how you were able to create that. And I think it is, it's very important um, mindset in everything that we do. Uh, do you want to speak a little bit about mindset and how you're able to keep your mind strong in these tougher times? Like I know a lot of travel professionals are really struggling and you've adapted to be able to support them and help them. But how is mindset? So like, what is uh, the importance of mindset? Yeah. And you know it, Lindsay, it really, everything starts within. 
you know, you, you can be told you have value or that you're doing a good job, but if you don't appreciate what you're doing yourself and know authentically that you are giving the best of yourself and appreciating what you offer, and you're right, it applies to so many, um, I mean, whether you're an entrepreneur or employee or, you know, um, it, I mean, every single person, you just to know that you create your own reality mm -hmm. and you create your own happiness, it's an inside job. Mm -hmm. It starts with learning to love yourself, learning to be okay in the silence, um, giving up the resistance of not feeling worthy because, again, the universe wants to provide to you everything that you could dream up there is unlimited potentiality in in everyone's life um, I've just been reading this incredible book um, it's called the science of getting rich and it was written I think his name is Wallace Waddle in 1918 so wow. just like Napoleon Hill you know yeah. the think and grow rich it is um, what it speaks about is that the universe is like a sponge and that it is absorbing all of your thoughts, all of your feelings, all of your actions. And it is it is um, showing you um, everything that you are thinking and feeling and doing. So everything is a mirror and it's just reflected back to you. So if you're feeling unhealthy or deflated or, um, you know, in a, in a bad place in the world, you really need to start within and know that what you're feeling it is going to show up in your life. So you're going to see evidence of it just because the universe is, is reflecting it back to you. So if you can get to a place to elevate or um, increase your your energy frequency, and I mean frequencies, everything is energy in the world, So um, and it can all be calibrated at, at various different levels. So if you can get to a place of feeling better, um, things are going to be reflected back to you in a better way um, and the things that you have been asking for from the universe are going to show up in your life um, because they were always there they were always available to you um, it's just once you align with that frequency that it shows up and and you can see evidence of what you want coming to you yeah that's so much power in that and is that that's manifesting Correct. It absolutely is. Um, people may have heard of the law of attraction. So you know what you um, what you are feeling is is what is is going to show up in your life. Um, there's a number of other immutable laws as well. Um, um, and um, yeah, that that is one of them for sure. Yeah. So talk talk to us about the practical and tactical of how to manifest like what is something you say or do or write mm -hmm. how can someone practically use manifesting yeah and that is such a great question Lindsay because I had no idea you know when I was raising my kids I would just going through the motions you know and I had no idea the energy that I was putting into them 
um, and was being reflected back to me. So how can someone um, learn to manifest is really, it starts with your breath and just getting quiet, going within, and really just asking for the things that you want, but asking in a way that you believe that they are coming to you. So this is where um, a lot of us get um, get tied up in, you know, we want more money or we want to lose 10 pounds or we want, um, you know, our, our family to behave differently or, you know, there's all things that we want. And when we're asking the universe in a way of um, the not having of it, so I wish I was rich or I wish, you know, I had more money, um, what's reflected back to you is the not having of because that's the way you're putting it out. Um, so you want to just change the way you're thinking and feeling in more of a, um, of a way of I know that good blessings are coming to me. I know that I am an abundant being. I know that different abundances are showing up in my life and are coming to me effortlessly um, and without um, without pushing. So the first lesson is get quiet. <laughs> the second lesson is ask in a way that you believe mm -hmm. and know that w whatever you're asking for is available to you. So just allow it to come. Understand that you're worthy of it and be open to receiving it because I think the hardest thing is receiving it is is seeing the signs that what you've asked for is unfolding um, and I think you know I, I see that in my business you know right from the beginning of you know making the the purchase of the business and and um, being scared and not knowing you know the next step to take and not seeing you know the end of the staircase and and you never will the journey is never over you just have to walk in faith take the first step and know that the next step will show itself in the right time. So you can't force things to come to you. You just have to believe that they're available and that they're coming. I love that. And I, I hear a, a quote too coming to mind. It's like, it's uh, you'll never feel fully ready, but you just have to take that leap. And like, once you trust in the whole process of everything, that that's when everything's going to succeed. But if you wait until you're ready, you're already too late because- Well, look at you. And I mean, your story is so beautiful in that, yeah, you, you know, you were scared to buy your first condo, right? Yeah. Or scared to sell and scared, you know, but you did it anyways. Yeah. And I can remember, and um, if any of you have heard, you know, Lindsay's podcast previously, we get together every Thursday night um, with my four entrepreneurial sisters and nieces um, that can come, or we did prior to COVID. <laughs> we now do it virtually, um, but we have a mastermind together. And I, it wasn't, um, what, a year ago possibly that you said, you know, I'm scared to show up in social media or <laughs> and we just, we said, you've got to do it anyways. Yeah. The next thing we do, we knew that next week you were on Instagram stories. You're now doing reels. You're doing videos, <laughs> podcasts, like you are shining. 
You were scared. I still am. Like, it's still, like, nerve-wracking every time I do it. But if I can, like, let anything else show, it's just do it. And then it becomes easier every time you do it. And I just get so much reward from the people I get to chat with, from the people I get to connect with that are watching this. And, like, that would never know me or never know what they're possible of because of these amazing guests that I get to have on my podcast. That it's just those connections that what am I missing from not doing it and just do it anyway it doesn't matter about the nerves doesn't matter about that like get over yourself is like what I like to tell myself and follow the breadcrumbs because one thing just like the next step is gonna unfold and the breadcrumbs are gonna show themselves and take the next step and like you say you can reflect back and see what has happened to you in the last you know short amount of time to me, you know, over 50 plus years is just, I, I love another book um, Wayne Dyer has written. It's I Can See Clearly Now. So, you know, when you get to, you know, a more mature place in your life, like I am, um, <laughs> you can you can reflect back and see, you know, my first trip to France when I was 18 years old. I was scared to death. I answered an ad in the London Free Press asking for students traveling abroad. Um, and I went by myself, 18 years old. I mean, that was before the time of cell phones. Um, <laughs> the travel agent didn't tell me I needed a passport. You know, they didn't tell me the correct time because they had read it in the 24 hour clock. And uh, <laughs> we got to the airport just, you know, like minutes before the plane was to leave. I got to Paris. My, you know, two 70 pound suitcases had gone uh, um, missing. I had no idea how to get to the train to Nice. I fell asleep. I got to Nice in the middle of the night. The students had moved on. Like all of those things now, when I think of selling popsicles and donuts on a nude beach in the <laughs> south of France when I, I was 18 years story. old, it's <laughs> like it just it unfolded every step I took. Someone was there to support me. The girl that I met on the plane allowed me to sleep on the floor in her residence in Nice. It was just, things could have gone terribly wrong, but I was stubborn and committed and I wasn't coming home till I made enough money to, uh, to buy the plane ticket home. And uh, it just, it, it was a good lesson to me when I look back at how I was supported then. I didn't realize it. But, um, you know, and each, each step along the way has, has been, you know, again, just lessons that it's all going to work out perfectly. That's you amazing. Know, we're all rigged to succeed. Yep. Everything's working in our favor. I love that. Yeah. There's a, another good book. I'm so glad that you're mentioning a couple of books along the way because that's usually a question at the end, but you're kind of getting it right in here. So that's awesome. But um, I don't know if you've read it yet, but uh, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. I really like that book. It's just all about the, you can take these lights as a yellow light or a red light or all of those, but every day, green light, like it doesn't matter what it is, green light, green light. And I think that that's why you've been so successful is like, you've been able to see the green light in everything and just, um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So I don't know that I saw it at the time, but, uh, but looking back, back. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I haven't heard of that book and I need a new good read. So yeah. thank you. Well, you listen to the audible. His voice is awesome. So oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. And, um, what is your biggest lesson that you've learned in business? 
Oh gosh, you know, honestly, so many lessons. The one I want people to hear is it doesn't have to be hard because I mm -hmm. think that's the one that was the hardest for me to learn growing up on a chicken farm. We gathered eggs every night. We were, you know, we whitewashed fences in the summertime. We worked hard, but we saw our parents succeed because they worked hard. So it was, it was modeled for us. Um, and it took me a long time to unlearn. Um, I don't think it was honestly until my husband retired and I'm still owning my travel business and, you know, working 24 seven, doing all the things that, um, my coach said to me, maybe you need to learn a lesson from him and learn how to stop and smell the roses and enjoy <laughs> life. And, uh, I mean, look at what we've manifested is, uh, fabulous. This, uh, we grew up. Um, as I say, in Iona Station, um, little <laughs> You have to look town. that one up on the map. <laughs> I, I don't even think it's on the map. I don't know. FedEx has a hard time finding us, but uh, um, grew up. And when I went off to France at 18, I was never coming back to this little hick town, never, you know, <laughs> living in that house again. Well, ended up raising my kids there and living there for 25 years. And when it came time to think about retiring, you know, we thought about moving to the Caribbean and living on the water and being able to see blue waters. And uh, that had been in my mind for a number of years. And then this property, you know, became available 10 kilometers down the road. So we're still in yeah. on Iona Road. <laughs> and, you know, we haven't we haven't moved far. I still get the convenience and the love of being surrounded by my family and uh, um, and you know, not having to leave my business and customers and live the life of my dreams and wake up to blue water every morning. It's, you know, it's who would have thought, but everything is available. You just, you know, you have to put it out and believe it's available and watch how it unfolds because it's so exciting when it does. I love that. Like I, this whole episode, I have had chills. Like every time I... You just open your mouth. You have so many great knowledge and great gems that you just drop. And I'm so blessed that you came on and you're sharing this all with my viewers and my listeners. And um, I'm so lucky to get to go to these masterminds with you every Thursday and um, have the support and just that entrepreneurial blood and just every time we try and come up with um, problems that we're having and sometimes it's a little harder, sometimes it's a little easier, but everyone is just so willing to help and I love that. So I'm so thankful for you coming on today and um, really just every time I'm around you, you're awesome. It is such a blessing to be, you know, they say that you are the sum of the, you know, the five people that you hang out the most. Mm -hmm. So if you're not the smartest person in the room, you want to get into a room where there are inspiring women that have been ahead of you and are behind you and you can encourage and support and inspire and it, it honestly it it just is such a treasure to think that you wish to be with your aunts and to uh, you know to consider that you're learning from us when now to be honest, we are learning from you. You are just, you know, you're the spunk that keeps us uh, moving forward. So thank you, Lindsay, and I appreciate being on the show. You're awesome. Love you so much, and thank you. you. Thank you.